With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to Fiesta Watch, episode 19.2. Uh, there may or may not have been some technical difficulties last time we, t- we recorded this episode, but now we get to talk more a little bit about LPL, so that's always fun. But I'm, Noah, I'm getting ahead of myself, I'm getting ahead of myself. My name is Noah Walter, and joining me, as always, White Lyles. What's up? Uh, nothing much. We're here again for the second day in a row. Back like we never showed up. Yep, exactly. So we are. Hopefully, we will not talk more about LPL, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to talk more about LPL. I will drown my sorrows by talking about LPL. And when I say drown my sorrows, I mean, Wyatt, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. The 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 the, the, the corpse shaped elephant in the room. In the LCK, the last major thing to happen was SKT. Brutally demolished Samsung, and I'm not. I'm not. I haven't emotionally recovered yet. You know. Like even after yesterday, even after you, you got out some of your uh, some of your feelings and stuff yesterday, you're still not recovered fully. That wasn't really cathartic though. That was just like <laughs> I just had, I just flashed back to Baker solo killing Crown like three times in game one, and I was just like, no. Yeah, oh that game God. was bad. Like it wasn't. Like there was literally just no hope for for Samsung whatsoever in that entire game. Like throughout 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 all the games, really. Like okay, game two they yeah. had their best look and they just like threw a lead, but but SKT just were light years ahead. Yeah, or I mean, Samsung they, has just fallen off of a cliff in terms of performance. Which is crazy because like earlier in the season, Samsung at one point was sitting at on top of the standings. Like they they looked like and, and were the best team in the league. And like you said, they recently have just 
just fallen off. And this was kind of like an extreme low point for them because, like you said, I mean, game two, yeah, they, they had a lead. But even once they had the lead, they couldn't hold on to it. And then SKT just, just easily bounced back and just stormed them for the win. And then smacked just, them. And then game three, they decided to switch out three out of the five members of their team. They pulled an Echo Fox. Yeah, like, I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you... I mean, I guess they just kind of had to do whatever, since clearly... Ruler Ruler, Ruler and CoreJJ, or Ruler in particular, wasn't doing much of anything. Ruler's persona in game two, like, pretty much lost them that game, because, like, he didn't itemize correctly, and he just didn't do damage late game. And Crown just got picked on. Like... Yeah, I mean, like, basically, like every matchup basically Ku- lost. Kuve got neutralized by Antara. Samsung Jungler didn't really matter. Crown got brutalized. Ruler got exposed. Core JJ, like, was there. And then the backups came in, and then Game 3 was just like... It was literally over at, like, 10 minutes. It was just a matter yeah. of time. Like, I stopped paying attention after that. I, I, I opened up... I opened up uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, and I was like, okay... I'm just waiting for the end now. Exactly. Oh, you have Breath of the Wild now? Oh hell yeah! Listen, if I'm not just, if I'm only if I'm gonna spend a hundred plus dollars on a game and a console, I'm gonna I bet it better be worth my time. And Legend of Zelda Skyrim Edition seems pretty good. Yes, it is fantastic. I love it. Check check out our podcast where we literally talk about that for five hours later. It's coming <laughs> coming up soon, fans. Um, but yeah, let's move on from this this sad topic to Telecom Wars. The, new, the latest iteration of SKT versus KT Rolster will determine the winner will go to Worlds. Guaranteed. I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah. The, I mean, the winner will, will win. Cause I, they the both, winner will win. Yeah. It was a, <laughs> the winner will, will be able to go in by points alone because they both made it to the finals of last split. So they've got the most points. So whoever wins this, uh, nobody guaranteed. else will be able to catch them in points. Especially because the... You know, because whoever wins finals will get automatic qualification, and then it'll be points after that. So if SKT wins and then loses, you're still going to go in through points, and Longju will get the automatic qualifications, and then vice versa. So yeah, this this one is a pretty big one. This is probably I'd say the biggest telecom war that we've had so far. But at the same time, like, are we really going to keep calling it like telecom wars? Because is it really a war when SKT just, like, beats the shit out of KT over and well, over, let me ask over you, and over again? Let me ask you this. Why do they call it the, 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 the North American rivalry when TSM just brutally annihilates CLG every time for the last, like, couple of meetings? That's true. Not brutally annihilates. I just want to make fun of it. I just want to put fun of it. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like... No, yeah, that's fair. Although, I, I, I don't think that that matchup is hype as much as the Telecom Wars are. Well, I think, okay, both of them are equally hype. I feel like the Telecom Wars is just more significant because this is, like, one of the teams is the three-time world championship. Uh, is like, the three-time world champion. Whereas in North yeah. America, it's like, which team will disappoint us at, at an international tournament more? You know? <laughs> Basically. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about the Telecom Wars. Um, before we go into our predictions, do you kind of, like, break down the matchup? I because I, yeah. I want to talk about I want to talk about in particular bottom line. I know I know, or at least I think you uh, like a lot of people are going to be focusing on the top lane, Huni slash Antara versus Smeb. But to me, the bot lane is where this series will be kind of won and lost because I feel like Smeb is just too good for either of 
uh, SKT's top players to really truly effectively handle. And I, I threw like three qualifiers in there, but stay stay with me, stay with me. Um, yeah. Because apart from Vicker, the most consistent member, like the 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 consistent members on SKT are Wolf and Bang, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when when is yeah. not carrying a game, it's Wolf and Bang. Yep. And, um, like, this year, Deft has been playing out of his mind for KT, and Mata is still a god. The The support meta is in a place where Mata likes it. It's on Alistar. It's on, it's on, uh, Thresh. You know? It's on, uh, I have a, I'm assuming he likes Rakan, because he seems, I think he would. But, like, it's on these, like, big playmaking champions. Exactly. And Deft can play his hyper carries in peace. Right? So, to me, I think if KT's bot lane can get rolling, I don't think SKT will be able to stop them. Especially since Smeb and uh, Score can play so effectively with like a, a more low economy style. Yeah. I don't know. I, but but at the same time, yeah. I mean, that's true. And, like, you know, I, I think you would say. Because you know, with SKT, the top and, the, and top and, and jungle are kind of like a rotating door. Um, Huey and Pina have kind of been there for a little bit lately. Um, they've kind of seemingly locked. I mean, uh, sorry, Untara and Pina has, have sort of kind of locked up that spot um, for, for the last now. few weeks. For now, for now. Yeah, exactly until they decide to change things. But yeah, I think Bang and while Bang is good, he definitely has his his inconsistencies. Uh-huh. So. Certainly, uh, you know, Deft and Mata are, are, you know, I, I don't know if I'd say head and shoulders above Bang and Wolf, but they're they're definitely at the head over them. Um, so it will be super interesting to, to watch that matchup. But I'm just not confident that even with them getting ahead, that the other lanes from KT will be able to get far enough ahead to actually allow them to consistently win the game, win games against SKT. Right, 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 right. Because um, I mean, like Faker versus Pawn, like Faker, you know, in a one v one, Faker's going to be basically anybody in the world. He, you know, he's the best mid laner. He he's their win condition usually. And if same thing with like Peanut, Peanut, if he gets off, <laughs> if he can, you know, kind of get in control of the jungle, and and if he gets like a Lee Sin, I mean Lee Sin's not as great right now, but if he can get you know, one of his favorite champions, he can definitely do some damage and. Well, I, I don't know about Lee Sin right now. I'm not a big fan. Well, like of Like I said, right now that that's just the one that he he did like during MSI and stuff like that. But certainly not Lee Sin at the moment. What, well, what meta champions does he have right now? Uh, well, the problem is there isn't like a ton of like playmaking. Well, they're they're tanky playmakers, but it's not like carry playmakers. If that yeah, it's not it's not like where at MSI he was going to get you know 14 kills in the game and stuff like that. Yeah. But unlike he can still. Do damage and 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 help work to get his other lanes ahead, especially with Untara, um, and he'll need it going up against Smeb. So yeah, I'm I'm just yeah. worried for Untara. I feel like Untara is more consistent than Huni, but I feel like Smeb is just consistently the best top laner at playing whatever style KT need him to. So it's yeah. like it's an interesting matchup. Um, mid lane Faker is going to dominate. I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah. Who is KT's mid laner again? Does it matter? Do I care? Pawn. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Faker is just playing out of his mind right now. And I think on that note, let's get some predictions. Why? Would you like to go first? Do you want me to, to step to the plate first? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go SKT 3 Okay. Um, okay. 
definitely this is you know one one of the the high profile matchups. But yeah, the hype train for SKT is rolling. Uh, they look better than they have since the spring split, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. you know, or since they did that at MSI, because you know yeah they had that that stretch where they lost eight games in a row. You know, got swept four times, but ever since then they've gotten back on track and they've been just decimating people. So, I mean, especially going up against Samsung, who, while that's not the exact team, you know, this wasn't the exact matchup that we saw at the World Championships last year. This still was a, a rematch of, um, at least in spirit, of the 2016 Grand Finals at Worlds. So right. the fact that SKT just basically took them, you know, took Samsung behind the woodshed uh, <laughs> is just, you know, it, it, it's ridiculous. So It's, it's that picture of, of, of the Reaper going room to room and it's SKT. It's like, okay, who's next? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, I just don't really see... Uh, I don't see KT being able to consistently win those matchups to even win a game because SKT is just playing so great right now. Okay. I agree with you up until um, up until KT won't win a game or can't win a game because I think they definitely can win a game through their bot lane. Like I said, I believe in Def's carry potential right now and I feel like KT have found a really solid identity in playing around their bottom lane, particularly when Mata can get his hands on a playmaking support like Alistar, right? Yeah. I'm calling SKT as well. I'm not delusional. SKT look like the best team in the world. They look like the best team on any planet right now, TBH. But I think it's going to be a 3-1. I think there's going to be a game where the, the stars align for KT and they get their win condition of uh, Death on a Carry, Mata on a Playmaker, everybody else on Comfort Champions that can play kind of low economy. And then they'll, they'll rely on their AD Carry. Because I think Depth can out-carry Bang. I do, believe, I do believe Depth is the better AD Carry of the two. But again, we'll see. It's going to be a fun matchup, by the way. Like, I'm very much looking forward to this series. One thing I'm not so much looking forward to, though, is the LPL. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, uh, do we have to? Yeah! Wyatt! <laughs> or, or do you want to make this entire show the Let's Make Noah Cry and just keep talking about no, that's Samsung? Fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, all right. Well, here, we'll go quickly for you. LPL, top four right now are EDG, OMG, RNG, and WE in that order, right? Yeah. Um... Chief, uh, one thing I want to note, kind of point out, EDG and OMG are really good at playing as a team, and they are the tops of Group A and B, respectively, while RNG and WE have a playstyle where they funnel all their resources into their AD carry. Uh, RNG can funnel into Uzi, which is a great idea, since Uzi is a god, right? Yeah. And then WE is struggling right now. For example, they lost to Snake last night, 2-1. to one. They lost to Snake. Granted, this Snake has been looking better than any Snake in the last... At any point during the last year, but like, but still, that was I, I watched that series too. It was bad. It was really bad. It was bad. It was like holy shit. Hello, boys. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, the rest of Group A and Group B are kind of clusters. Do you really, do you, honestly, do you think any any team outside of the top four are going to be able to compete come playoffs? Not really. I, I think this this league, or I mean, LPL is very top heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of those top teams, there really isn't much. Um, to really do there for these other teams. Like, they're going to try, but the top four are just too good. Yeah, it, it's... it's. I agree with that 100%. It's it's pretty rough. But um, EDG, OMG, RNG, WE, I think any three, any three of those would make good representatives for the region at Worlds. Uh, 
and when, once once the playoffs start, why and I will go more in depth with a playoff preview episode. Since since the uh, oh god, playoffs are gonna take forever. <laughs> I you remember, yeah, do you I'll, remember I'll the? Uh, I was like, we're still in the regular season for for uh, for LPL. Like right, the playoffs right. are about to start for EDU and NA. The playoffs are already almost basically halfway done for LCK and LPL is still in the regular, regular season. Yeah, and like, don't and don't forget, it's like the top four teams from each group go to playoffs. It's gonna take <laughs> forever. Anyways, see, speaking of taking forever, European LCS, resident sleeper LCS, loser LCS. Shout out to Rift Rivals. Do you want to talk about the last? Do you want to talk about the Fiesta? I really don't. I, I just want to say that, that the last week of EU has been the best week of EU the entire season. Um, because so many of these matches, I think like almost half of them had no playoff indications. So they decided to just say, all right, we're just going to play whatever we want and just have some fun with it. And it was magical. I mean, yeah, was it the best? Magic Was it magical or was it garbage? Magical garbage. How about that? We'll, Look, we'll compromise. When there is over 60 kills in a game as compared to an EU that normally has, what, two kills after 20 minutes, I am all for that. Because at least I have something to watch. There's team fights galore. It basically turned into the LPL. <sighs> I know that no. might be insulting for you. Because That's very insulting for me, Why? Took you a second. The LPL doesn't pick ye. It, 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 it's like a insane, insane person logic, but there's logic in the pace. It's not trolling. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm sorry. Feels I'm bad. Sorry. Feels bad. Feels bad when your region is just known for like go, when the region like you specialize in just goes haywire. But like in, in, in game for like not for like pick commands, but like for team fights. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, he, he, that's what our podcast is named after. Even ESPN has picked up on our on our whole Fiesta thing. Well, like, to be fair, we literally sent them five, like 400, 500 some odd uh, recaps. So, like, inevitably, they're going to let something through. Yeah, we're like, Fiesta, 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 total issue. Just let it all through. Just, just do it. Just don't, don't question it. Do you want, they're not watching the games. They don't, like, and Fiesta's a good description for it. But we're, we're getting way, way off topic. Um, when do we ever stay on topic? Right now, Unicorns of Love versus Misfits, first playoff set in the European LCS. Who do you have, and why? Give, give me a nice little. Give me, give me a like a five paragraph, four, uh, par- five paragraph essay. Give me your ML, your work cited page. Give me a header, or just man, just talk about it. I don't know. Your, your call. I didn't know this was going to be so intensive, man. I, I didn't do my homework, but uh, no, I've got <laughs> I've got unicorns in the series. Um, you know, I've kind of adopted them as it's kind of the the like CLG of the EU, which I think is a pretty perfect description. Um, they are pretty cult like. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're pretty cult like. Like they have streaks where they look like one of the best teams in the league, and then the very next game, or even in the same game, they'll look like high garbage. So um, it definitely is. They're one of the, the more trickier teams out there. But I think they ended the season on a good note. You know, they beat H2K in a pretty tight series um, in the last week. And, and that was one of the few series where they actually did take it seriously. They drafted normal compositions. Right. Um, 
it's kind of a grudge match, so the teams were actually playing up to their ability. Um, anyway, at the end of the day, the, the two teams ended with um, Unicorns and AJK ended with the same record. Um, Unicorns lost more games, though, because that was one of their problems. They mm. had a lot of two ones versus more two O's, so they kind of played down in their competition. But mm-hmm. now they're in the playoffs. Do they play down? Do they play down, or do they only know that one style that makes everybody lose their mind? And like against teams with little with like weaker minds, it doesn't really matter. I mean, that, that's that's probably a pretty good description of it. Um, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I never. I'm trying to blame them, but like, it's accurate. No, yeah, it's very accurate. I mean, like I said, it's the same thing with with CLG. Like, they're they're such a weird team to watch, and it's like frustrating at times to to kind of to watch them because you're just like, ah, like you're better than this, that like, you can do this. Um, but now they're in the playoffs; they're playing against better competition, so. I, I think they're going to be able to rise to the occasion for now. I'm not saying that they're going to win the split. I would love that, but I don't really know if that's going to be the case. But I think they're going to beat Misfits pretty handily. I'm going to give them 3-1. Um, okay, so here's 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 where, like, unicorns aren't consistent at all. And they have a liability on their team. Granted, mm-hmm. Hillisong and Vizichachi are beasts, Right. Zerse has shown that he can play a lot of junglers to the point where, like, his pool is kind of a pro- Like, you can't ban his pool out. Because he'll play stuff regardless of meta. He doesn't care. And, yeah, and the unicorns are good at playing around him. Exile is a problem. Exile is straight up a problem. Like, yeah. he's on level of, like, Seraph for Envy, which we'll get to. Where, like, I look at him and I'm like, this is just a weakness that somebody's going to exploit. And as soon as somebody figures out how to exploit it, unicorns are toast. Mm-hmm. Remember Rift Rivals? Everybody solo killed him. Everybody solo killed him. Like, Ryu solo killed him. And he quit playing League for a hot, like, month or whatever back in NA on the worst team in the League. That's true, yeah. Like, it... uh, This team is so inconsistent. I hate them, Wyatt. And, but... And and they... Somebody really feel. I I really feel like the series is going to suck. Because, like, Misfits are good at getting early leads and rotating... And not even rotating well. They're getting early leads... And, and, and Han Sama is a pretty good AD carry, and Ignar is a pretty good support, right? And Power of Evil is a consistent mid laner. But they, their late game is not great. Their, shock, their, their team fighting and shot calling isn't great late game. And Unicorns have that late game shot calling, that late game team fighting, and that trust, that cult like trust in each other. But their early game sucks. Yeah. Like, <sighs> these are going to be long, boring games. Let me say, these are going to be long, boring games. And I'm frustrated. Not because necessarily I hate Europe, but, like, one of these teams is probably making it to Worlds. You know? And, and, and this is going to make it to Worlds? I think whoever wins this has a decent shot. Because <laughs> I don't... If, if Unicorns lose here, I don't think they qualify for three points. They might. Cause no, because G2's not winning the split. Oh, that's true. Do well, you, yeah, they'd have to go through the gauntlet. Yeah, that's very. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like, yeah. if I don't know if the unicorns can do it. Like, maybe they can, but like, one of these teams is probably going to represent EU, right? Oof, God, that's a. Yeah, that's the that's what I'm saying. It's just like, ugh. but I'm going to call it a three-two for the unicorns of love. I think they're too inconsistent to win. Uh, to to close out a best of five series, I think they might take a lead. I think they might drop. Either they drop a game early, and then it's like kind of back and forth. Or they go up 2-0, then they fall, lose two games, and then they find their shit to, they pull, pull their shit together. But, like, man, whatever. Unicorns of love, 3-2. Let's move on. Man, you do not 
You're already tired and you haven't even watched the game. I'm exhausted! <laughs> Literally, I was full of energy and I was hyped, and now it's just like, the second I said Europe, like I went to bed. It's res- literally resident. It's making me resident sleeper right now, Wyatt. Sleeper. Right now. But let's move on to the next. To something that shouldn't be as resident sleeper. G two versus Splice. G <sighs> two versus Splice. Um, oh boy. Who on Splice is performing well this split? Uh. This is it. Your, your your podcast is sort of working. Like yeah yeah yeah. Wonder maybe question mark. Wonder question mark. Do you no, think like, you, Senkux isn't bad? Like they have people who can play. Yeah, like I, I think the best thing that you can say about Splice is that they made it to playoffs. They made it to playoffs and they played pretty average. Like about well, does average get into playoffs in this league? I mean, in the EU, like kind of. Well, like, what, what's the average for EU? Like, what's the average? Like, what's which team is the average in EU? It's it's Splice. I mean, that's that's I get. Well, I mean, they're they're eight and five, so I get. I mean, they came in with a better record than the Misfits, so. I feel like Rockat's a better representative of like the average level of an EU team. That's true. Except that Rockat are losers. So they're a little. They're above average. Splice yeah, a little average. a little above average. Whereas but, but yeah, I think the best thing you can say is, is none of their players stand out as like ridiculously bad or anything like like i can't think of of a player on there that i'd say like ooh, he's trash or anything like that right i mean trash he was trash in his name but like he's not actually trash i'm meanwhile g2 trick is struggling perks is fine the bot lane's fine i think maybe sure yeah i mean all of g2 is kind of I guess you'd say they're struggling if you look at compared to like last split. Compared to like the 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 dominant samurai of the EU, just like winning every split. But yeah, but I mean, you know, you know what? This is off topic, but like I can't help but think whenever somebody talks about Reckless or Sven, that double lift interview from before Rift Rivals, right? And it was like Azale, and he was like, "So how do you feel about going up these eighty carries like Reckless and and Sven?" And Double is like Double literally said like, "Well." I they are pretty good players, but I invented that playstyle, and so I'm gonna shit on them. And then he did. <laughs> like, and now I can't get yeah. that out of my head. It's like this is baby European double lift, and that's baby European double lift number two. Like, yeah. I'm not impressed. And granted, I have to. I ha- I get to watch Uzi every day, or not every day, but I get to watch every Uzi game. But like, I'm not impressed. None of these, none of the, none of the teams in this opening round, on the, in these opening rounds, are really like impressive or like noteworthy. But yeah. I will say, G 2s pedigree alone makes me think they're going to win the series. Like it's G two, you know. And yeah. Splice recently changed up their coach. Uh, really recently, I think they're going to have problems adapting to a new system. I don't feel like they have a win condition right now. Whereas G two, it's like feed into the bot lane or feed into perks. They can do that. Therefore, I think three to one, G two will take the series. Okay. Period. We're excited, my myself. White, what do you think? So, you know, I'm going with G two here as well. But basic, I'm almost exclusively going based on the pedigree of them being G two. Like, I'm not very confident. Okay. Um, I think they're going to get a three two because Splice, or it's more so that I think G two has been playing 
So for for what compared to what they have been doing since they've gotten into the EU, G two's been playing average. They're you know yeah. I don't, I'm not saying they've been playing average as compared to everybody else, but just when you look at the pedigree of this team that has won every single basically they've won all but I think one split since they came into the EU. So and now they're yeah, they're coming in as like the you know the two seed or the three seed overall. So. I'm just not super confident. Um, like you said, a lot of their players, I mean, I feel like the same way about G2 players that I kind of do about Spliced. Um, like right. They're not, like none of them are, are really where you think like, oh yeah, that player is like playing out of his mind. Like it, it's not like. You remember, you remember no- when Wonder, when somebody called Wonder and Trashy the Hooney and Rainover of the region? And I think within that series that Sony made that comparison, they got stopped by, like, nobody. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, that's that's that in a nutshell right there. Like, All righty. Well, let's hopefully hopefully now I, we can get some energy back on us because we're heading to N.A., baby. And we're going to be doing my favorite activity. We're going to talk about how much I was right with the first all, look, the all else NALCS first look. team. Look, we don't even have to 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 do this. Like we don't look, have to, but guys, we're going go, to go listen to last week's podcast. Listen to his pick for first team, and yeah, he was right. Whatever. I think I think he has a family member in Riot or something. I wish I had a family. If I had a family member in Riot, why would I be here? That's true. <laughs> no, no. You're just trying to make it on your own. You yeah. Don't, you don't want to take handouts. For, uh, it's, like, this is my act of rebellion. I work in esports, but not at Riot. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, um, first team in the NA is someday Smithy, Jensen, Doublelift, and Ole. Pretty good team. This this, good. this team on paper looks insane. Yeah. Second team: Hanser, Contracts, Bjergsen, Cody, Son, and Smoothie. I feel like this team is also insane. I would love to see a best of five set between Team One and Team Two. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. They need to do that at the like what is the, the all star thing they do at the end of the seasons? That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Alas, I don't think that would happen. But like, and somebody in the NA, please make this happen. And then, and then third team: Flame, Lyra, Huhi, Sneaky, and Aphromu, aka Team Fifty Fifty, Fifty the Fifty Fifty Stars. Right? Either you get greatness or you get crap from these guys. Hey, hey, Aphromu is like hello. Alfredo has been inconsistent. He's, he's, he's somewhat consistent. I mean, the, uh, let me. Mm. <laughs> I don't, at this point, I just say stuff just to see you react to it. Honestly, mm. <laughs> I, I don't think Alfredo's had a great split. I really don't. Like he's he. Don't get me wrong. He's a main reason why CLG wins games. Yeah, and he's a great support. But like, remember remember back in the day when Alfredo was like. The support candidate for MVP. Yeah, this is this is a far Those are the days. far far time removed. Yeah, but hey, now that the the big cow man's back in the meta, he can start making some plays again. Yeah, the cow cow delivery system. Exactly. I'm looking at the matchups for playoffs. I just want to see TSM and, and Immortals play. I want to see the, the the clash of the top four because that's that's going to be spicy. But we gotta we gotta start at the beginning. C nine versus Dignitas. This is gonna be a fun one. Yeah, is it gonna be fun, or is it just gonna be kind of like something like we have to watch? I feel like it's gonna be fun. 
message primarily because I feel like both of these teams' strengths complement, or both of these teams have strengths where the other team has weaknesses. For example, who is the weak point on Dignitas? Or like, where is the weak point of the map on Dignitas? Mid lane, uh, bot jungle, like mid mid bot slash. You think bot? You think bottom? The bottom? The bottom lane is. I don't know. I feel like Dignitas' bottom lane has been playing really well, right? Yeah. Let me, let me walk you through my pro- thought process. I think Dignitas' bot lane has been playing really well. I think uh, someday is a god. I think Shrimp has a very limited pool and is very exploitable. I think Keen is very exploitable. When you look at Cloud9, I think their top lane is exploitable. I think their bot lane sometimes doesn't, uh, sometimes underperforms, sometimes uh, goes out of their minds. It's literally just a roll of the dice. Yeah, but uh, contracts is the, the so is playing really well. Like ever since he joined the league, I thought he kind of started slow, but in this summer split, he's really stepped up. Especially yeah. since Cloud Nine kind of had a, a down period, and it was literally just him and Jensen against the world. Um, yeah, and it got them to play on. So right, exactly. Uh, more and more. Moreover, I think. When you look at the top lane matchup, someday should be able to beat Impact, unless Impact is in top die mode. Then I think it's more even. But uh, that being said, I think Cloud9 has a huge advantage in play style. I think the way C9 sends resources to Jensen and and wins him lane matchups uh, is really oppressive, especially considering... Dignitas is going to be playing Keen. And Keen is like, you know, he's the anti-carry. But, like, you can't play Victor every game. Right? Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe Keen comes out with some new cheese, but, like, the way Jensen's playing, I think Jensen's going to brutalize Keen. I really do. And, and if Jensen just takes over the game, there's very little a team can do to stop them. So, my final prediction for this series is going to be a 3-0 for Cloud9. I think the discrepancy in the mid lane is too much for someday to overcome. Uh, I feel like Adrian... And Alltech are a good matchup against Sneaky and Smoothie, but ultimately I don't think it will matter that much. And I think Contracts is just so much better at jungle right now than Shrimp. I, not to say that Shrimp's a bad jungler by any means, but I think Contracts is playing out of his mind, and Shrimp uh, has is very is like very situationally useful in the jungle. Yeah. So I feel like took a lot of your thunder, but like I've been really looking forward to this series. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I think. I'm in agreement that Cloud9 is going to win. I don't think that Dignitas will be able to to be consistent enough. I do think they'll get a game just because, like you said, sometimes the the top lane of, of Cloud9 especially is, is pretty exploitable and someday is just a beast. So I feel like he might be able to just kind of pop off one game. And then the bot lane for Cloud9 has had a – bit of you know it's inconsistent moments as well so i think that'll be enough to give dig a win but just a win it's not like they're gonna actually do much or, or try to actually win the series or anything like that so i'm gonna say three one cloud nine fair enough fair enough but either way i think this should be fun to watch because if anything david has to show they're willing to play kind of out there stuff and and c9 is just like the jensen's gonna get fed and you're gonna you guys are gonna see what happens when your mid laner gets fed like do you remember Dignitas House has a history of getting just dominated by by fed midlanders. Do you remember like Bjerg, like the first time Bjergsen played them in NA? Mm-hmm. And he was like on the block or something. And and he like solo killed Skara 
And then he still killed like everybody on the map. And it was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Gave, <laughs> it was like a 26 minute stomp. Second series yeah. we should talk about CLG versus Envy. Now, this one I feel should be fun in that we get to see Seraph lose. And it's not that I'm a Seraph hater, but like Darshan is going, is, there, there have been Fiora buffs. I don't know if they're going to be played on the live patch, but like Darshan versus, Darshan versus uh, Seraph is a mismatch, in my opinion. Yeah. And Omar God gets to try get his playoff sea legs against Lyra. And and I will admit, Lyra is the better jungler. There's a chance Lyra takes over every game. But mm-hmm. I think if you look at the re- like if you look at the entirety of Envy, Lyra is their one bright spot. And CLG doesn't need Omar God to outperform. He can outperform Lyra every game and CLG could still win just because of their crazy team synergy, right? Talk to me yeah, a little bit about new look CLG with Omar God in the roster. What are some yeah, things you I, notice? So I mean, they're not playing that much different. I think with Omar God there, they're at least from the jungle position, they're not getting as much aggression as they were with um, with Dardoch because Dardoch was a, a bit more of a playmaking jungle. But right. that basically just puts them back to where they were when Smithy was there. Um, I know Smithy has been a lot more playmake heavy making heavy with the mortals but when he was with clg he was more of just kind of the i'll help you get ahead i'm not really gonna try to do a ton by myself i will just get my lanes ahead and then just kind of try to win some some matchups here and there and that's kind of what omar god's been doing and he's been doing a pretty good job at it his, his champion pool is not the greatest i think he's played four different champions um and the vast majority of those games have been on gragas so Certainly, his champion pool is a little bit to be desired. So, if Envious wants to try to kind of uh, edge them out a little bit, I can see them going for just a straight up ban on Gragas. So that way, it forces Omar God onto one of his uh, less than than confident champions, and that leaves Lyra to kind of still pick whatever he wants to. So, it'd be interesting to watch. You know, I don't think Omar God is going to get destroyed, but I think Lyra's going to win the matchup, and Omar God just has to sort of limit him as best as he can just to give his other lanes a chance to get it. Like I said, Darshan's been playing great. Um, Huey has, even off of Aurelian Soul, Huey's been playing pretty well. Right, split. and the fact that there's um, this crazy pocket pick that nobody else in the league understands. Yeah. Like, like you have, literally have to waste a ban, or else it's like, well, who he might get his, one of his best champions and just pop off. Yeah, and it's always a threat. Like, it, you know, there's a, there's one time where the team's like, ah, it should be fine. We'll just we'll ban it, and then we can try to, to move around it. I mean, we won't ban it and then try to play around it, and then they don't ban it, Huey picks it, and he goes off. Um, you know, like he did against Rocks at Worlds last year. So, I mean, uh, certainly it, it creates... A lot of I just think there's a lot of problems for Envious in the series. I think there's too much for um, for them to kind of to to overcome when you play against a team like CLG because, like I said, they do have this whole cult of friendship. They just kind of dive and all in on everything. So it's certainly it, it's going to be a tough, uh, a very tough matchup for them. Right. Um, overall, I feel like. Envy just don't have the tools. Like, I'm glad they made it to playoffs. You know, the, 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 considering how bad they were in the past, yeah, like even last split, and now with Niski at the, in the mid lane, they're looking pretty solid, but 
This is a good test. This is a good warm up for CLG before they get to like. Who do they play next? Immortals or TSM? I think it's. Uh, Immortals? They'll play Immortals because they're if they win the series, they're they're the three seed, so they'll go against Immortals, and then Cloud Nine will play. Uh, Other way around, right? TSM. Yeah, because it's uh, TSM gets the the lowest seed. Right, right, and C nine is the fourth seed. I forgot. Yeah, got TSM, C nine, and the semis. That's a. That's gonna be crazy. That's it. Yeah. Anyways, we're looking ahead. We're looking a little bit too far ahead. Yeah, we'll we're, talk about that next week. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, Wyatt. But if you people of the internet would like to find you and hear a little bit about what you're working on, where can they find you at? They can find me at Wyatt underscore RW. As always, make sure you get that double underscore so you can talk to me. Um, I've got. I have a lot going on for the site now, but I'll be going to a couple tournaments in the next couple weeks. So I'll have some Rocket League stuff, some Smash Ooh. stuff coming up for you guys. So we'll have some pretty good content. As always, check out eGamerNews.com, eGamerNews on Twitter, on Twitch, all that kind of stuff. And you can see all of our fantastic content. But Noah, if they want to talk to you, where they can they find you at? They can find me at RW underscore Noah Walter. I'm currently working on over. Uh, uh, I'm currently working on League of Legends stuff. But I'm going to be publishing some Overwatch articles in the near future. Really excited for the Overwatch League, the OWL, OWL for short. Uh, probably going to cover that as well. Wyatt, this has been a pretty, pretty, pretty interesting uh, episode of, of uh, Fiesta Watch. Really, there, I think there's only one way we can end the episode, right? Yep, I think so. Yeah, so uh, until next time, we're just going to keep shouting Overwatch until, until next week. Uh, no, not Overwatch. Fiesta Watch. God right. damn it. I'll <laughs> shout Overwatch. You shout Overwatch, I'll shout Fiesta Watch. It's fine. What's the name of my show again? The name of our show is Fiesta Watch. The name of our show is Fiesta Watch. Thank you very much for tuning in to Fiesta Watch. And we hope Fiesta to see you. Watch. Fiesta Watch. That's, that's should be our new intro. That should be our new intro. Yeah, we'll get rid of the eight bit song, and it'll just be me and you just being like Fiesta Watch, Watch, Fiesta Watch, Fiesta Watch. Okay. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right.